been waiting for this day for a long time. Oh, boy. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Disney Underground, your experimental podcast of tomorrow. I'm your host, Gene, and this is episode 19, and it is January 11th, and it's our first episode, our first show of 2021 after our Christmas vacation. On today's show, the crew is going to discuss our Disney New Year resolutions, and you're also going to get some of the latest news plus some Disney Plus info. Uh, so with that, let's uh, let's kick it to the roll call, the Disney Underground roll call. Dan and Stephanie, my besteners of the Midwesterners, what's up? Hi. Hi. <laughs> How was the holidays, man? Yeah. <laughs> Excellent, of course. Good. Sad that it's over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. And then we have Joey in town. Sam will be joining us a little later, but Joey, what's up? Hey, how you doing? How was uh, the holidays? Be here. You don't, you don't sound it. I say like I just woke you up. Well, listen, just as I, you, you know, I, you know, as soon as I come home from work, I literally run out of the house, take a shower, eat, and sit right down. So, I'm awake. And listen, the uh, the holidays was good. And, and as Stephanie said, it was very short. It seemed even though I was off for pretty much the whole month, it was nice to get away for a while. Um, most of it, most of it was staycation. Went to uh, Brad and Tiffany's neck of the woods for a couple of days, you know, for Legoland. But we didn't we, as much as I wanted to go to Disney, we didn't get a chance to because we just figured we'll go somewhere that's not going to be uh, as crowded, especially with the parks hitting capacity pretty much on a daily basis now. So cool. that was good. And Brad and Tiffany, welcome back. We haven't seen you for a couple weeks before the holidays and we got you back. Yes, I mean we, we. It's been a while. Right. We felt like we missed you guys. Yeah, it felt like we were on, then we were on, and we just really started missing you guys so much. It is yeah. so good to be back on the podcast. We did love the holidays. Yes, we got to do New Year's Eve for the first time at Disney. We yeah. were here like last year and the year before, but we'd done the night before before. But this was the first time we did New Year's Eve. It was really fun and. Well, it was a different experience. It I, was. I, I can imagine. It may never be that way again. Yeah. <laughs> Which is okay. Great. Yeah. Did they do yeah, anything guys- differently because of it can't be the normal? No. Honestly, what happened was, was they like people, the people that were there counted down the new year. It was all about all of us that were there. It was. And there was a lot of people there that we had seen throughout the year at each of the reopenings and at each of the cavalcade and seasonal openings. It was a group of people that were, there was no place else that they would be than standing in front of the castle on New Year's Eve. And that's what made it enough. Did we feel, I mean, I'm just going to be honest. It felt a lot like the 4th of July. And not a lot happened at 4th of July because the parks were closed. I mean, it felt like we were just lucky to be there and that they were allowing us to be there. The projections were the same. It did go into a new Christmas state for the evening at the close. And then everybody counted down together. But there was no place else we would have rather been than where we had been for so many moments of 2020. We had been there through closing announcements, through reopenings, um, and even the good things. (laughs) Like Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. I mean, so many things to remember in this year. And there was no place that we could have closed out our experience for the year than at the Magic Kingdom with so many others who shared our experience. So it was great. I'm guessing that it's going to be 
probably the only one like that, exactly like that. You know what I mean? I hope so. It was like a special experience, but also we don't really want, I mean, we want fireworks and all the stuff. Right. So yeah, I remember seeing the video when me and me and Sam had signed in uh, to see you guys. Yeah, we saw you guys logged in and stuff. It was was it as empty as it looked? Yes. Yeah. Wow. It was. it was like a ticketed AP event that wasn't at capacity. You know, I mean, yeah. it just it yeah. was, honestly <laughs> it was yeah. like a park with rain or something. <laughs> it was yeah. so our vlog so mm. of New Year's Eve. Yeah. It was yeah. good. We're glad we experienced. It was a like, like you said, Dan. It, I think it was a one-time experience. I yeah, hope it's, it cool. it's good that it's only going to be the one time. But it, if you yeah. had to do it that way, at least cool, you do have this special memory. One time, yeah. 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 Well, my mom said like Miles, our you know our our thirteen year old, you know he'll be like fifty someday and be like I was there that day. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. having some really cool experiences that are very different. And it was tender. And we yeah. were happy to be there as a family. We did. I cried. We shared, we shared that. <laughs> oh, I believe it. Yeah. It was nice. Yeah. I wouldn't have cried at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> Your mama <can> <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure Dan would have had a gripe. Something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Dan's always got a gripe. I'm waiting for today's gripe. I can't wait for it. I would have been just fine. That's true. Yeah. Well, you would have griped because you would have heard the fireworks going on around us. Oh, <laughs> not there. Oh. You know, that's what hurts a little. Yeah, bit. it did hurt. So, Cut wow. that out. Wait. I, I can't wait oh, for the right. first gripe of 2021, though. Oh. Yeah, well, it will be. Hopefully, it's not about Eugene. I hope <laughs> so. All right. So let's get into this week's sponsor. This week's sponsor is right. Madness on Main Street. You can find them on Instagram at madness underscore on underscore Main Street. And they make the coolest uh, Disney-inspired tumblers. I don't know if you guys check them out. Just go check them out. They have all Disney-inspired themed tumblers, water bottles. They actually have some non-Disney stuff too. They make uh, special requests. So always hit them up before you order. Maybe they have something different that you might like for your sports teams or whatnot. But um, they do make they do make some really cool Disney-themed ones. They'll be this week's trivia prize. So Dan and Stephanie, why don't you let everybody know how to enter? Make sure contest. you are following. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I paused. No, that's okay. Hey, you're following today. Okay. So, what, how, how do they enter this trivia contest? I'll tell you. And win the madness on Main Street tumble. Oh, <laughs> hey, Dan, do you want to know how to enter the contest? Yeah, Just unless Gina has some more stuff to say. <laughs> I got a few jokes. Here's. Tell us how to win, please. Please tell us how <laughs> Please to win. end this. Okay. Make sure you are following our Instagram at the underscore magical underscore lifestyle. Send us a DM with the trivia question answer. The correct answer enters you in the drawing for a chance to win the prize. And one lucky winner will be selected from all contestants with the correct answer. The winner will be announced on next episode which will be uploaded on january 18th you can answer from right now until thursday january 14th at 6 p.m eastern time good luck good luck sweet stephanie why don't you tell them the trivia question this week all right um um, anytime hey i have the trivia question Oh, you got it. What I do, I, I have it. On our last episode, which was uploaded on December 21st, we had special guests Phil and Jeremy on our show. Well, this week's trivia question is, 
What did we say was the name of their podcast? Mm. And a very I love cool Phil and Jeremy. Members. Very yeah. cool dudes. Very cool dudes. Former cast members, mm-hmm. and they like to have conversations about Disney. That's a hint. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. All right. Dance now. There's another hint. Yeah. Did you get it? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get that one. Oh, Dan's now I like, get it. I get it now. <laughs> All right. And let me also announce last week's trivia winner. They win a pair of Disney ears from Macy Makes Magic. And the winner is Tiffany Willig. So, Tiffany, we will reach out to you this week on Instagram. And uh, we'll get you shipping info. And we'll get you out those Macy Makes Magic ears right away. And congratulations. And thanks for listening. All right. And with that. Let's get into some Disney news, guys. Who are we gonna, where are we going to go first? How about we go to Brad first? Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, some surprising and bittersweet news <laughs> that wrote about Gideon's Bakehouse in Disney Springs. It has temporarily closed. They released a statement saying that we are still in a soft opening mode. We've learned a great deal about over our holiday test run and are so grateful to everyone for making it such an overwhelming success. Our opening was way beyond our expectations. So we are putting all the brakes, putting on the brakes to deal with the behind the scenes logistics ahead of the grand opening. I mean, tell us about it because I know you were there. Yeah, Yeah. we went, it was a three hour wait, totally worth it. These cookies I mean, they are as much fudge as biscuit, as muffin top. I I swear I call I call them muffin tops. Yeah. But there's a little bit of that cookie dough taste, mm-hmm. but without it being raw at all. They were incredible. Yeah. And not only that, like the whole experience is mm-hmm. amazing. It's like the best queue line you've ever been in, for sure. Hands down. There's mm-hmm. just something really special. It about- is theming in a restaurant. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And there's Disney magic. The lighting, the mood, the music, the weight, everything. But the cookies themselves, um, you know, some of them have a little bit of a salt to them that balances them out. But whenever we brought them home, you know, we just bought a half dozen and um, we kept them for several days. It was just like, I mean, donuts go quick. These cookies, we kept enjoying. I took them and quartered them and were just taking like little quarters of them. And they were refreshing like bites of fudge for several days they're just awesome now which, which yeah now which cookies did you guys try did you try different ones or you just tried the chocolate chip well, look how excited gene just got <laughs> I, 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 i've only had it like once and i was not obviously at, at the disney springs one but i had gotten them from their original shop ones the east and, one yeah the one you weren't park. able to get the holiday ones they were sold out by the time we were able to get in but we enjoyed like a we had one of each of their original so we had six different flavors we have the like chocolate, like all chocolatey. Oh, one. the triple chocolate or the triple, yeah. Uh, pistachio, mm-hmm. peanut oh, butter. Man. Oh, the peanut butter was fabulous. Yeah. You know, I, I was a big fan of peanut butter cookies whenever I was young, and then they kind of like lost my fl- my favor. Gideon's brought it back. <laughs> you know what? I've never had their peanut butter cookie, and I remember we, we had spoken to him, and that was his thing. He said that was the hardest cookie for him to perfect because he didn't want to taste like your everyday peanut butter cookie. Because And yeah. he said, he's like, you know, you get these peanut butter cookies, they all pretty much taste the same. And he said that that was the hardest one, that was the hardest one for him to perfect because he wanted to make sure it had that different kind of flavor to it. Well, and I think he he deserves to use that word perfecting because he did. He perfected the peanut butter cookie. So what would you say if you if someone's going there to 
well, they're not open tomorrow, but if someone was going when they open, what would be your recommendation? I would go with the classic cl- chocolate chip. That's really, mm-hmm. it was really love, love a classic a chocolate chip, man. The pistachio yeah. was great. The chocolate one had such a fudge element to it that it's so good. So I'm going to go with the chocolate one. And if you're not a chocolate fan, the pistachio. Cool. Mm-hmm. Now, did you guys try the crumb cake one? Yeah, we did. How was the crumb cake yeah. one? Oh wait, no, not the crumb cake. That, oh, that was okay. way before we got there. Yeah, I know that those, those yeah, are gonna probably go fast. Those you gotta get there. Yeah, it was crummy. That's that's on a on a roll tonight, man. What the <laughs> he thinks he's Kevin Hart over there. Pretty soon they'll start giving out fast passes with those kind of lines trying to get in that place. <laughs> I'm t- I'm no, uh, yeah, no, it, it like Again, I, I I've only had the pleasure like once, and it was just the plain chocolate chip cookie. But like, I mean, if you just see them, like like Brad said, they look like muffin tops. I mean, yeah. which is outstanding. I don't oh, think you guys wait. Talk about the inside, though. It, it, it just the the decorations, the paintings, even the I guess they're cast members, but they're not really because that's Disney's brand. Not sure, but um, is it Steve? He's hired. Yeah, Steve really is the owner. Great. Every single person working there was phenomenally nice. Miles says he wants to work there now. You know what I was going to say is I remember even talking to him about just his hiring process and he just wants it to be one of those places that, that it's just a fun place to work. I mean, every, every way he described his hiring process makes it seem like it's just an awesome environment to work in. Yeah. I guess when the whole experience was done over the next two days, I kept thinking about it. In fact, Miles saved a rapper from the cookie because they have like these square paper wrappers in his room. So that's how much we enjoyed Gideon's. And the next two days I was thinking about it and I was like, I cannot believe that regularly and willingly I'm going to spend $30 for a half dozen cookies, you know, over the next Yeah. And, and you know what the amazing thing is? He's not a baker or a chef. He went yeah. he has a music degree. This is something that he put together like, you know, like five, six years ago in, in the original market. And he just happened to have a, you know, he just knows how to make cookies, man. And it just it blew did. up. His knee came call. I mean, like, it really is like, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, you know, like I said, he saw, I think he opened up in 2015 or so in, in East End Market. And five years later in business, he's already got a, a shop in Disney Springs. That's pretty. That amazing. East End Market one has a Haunted Mansion chandelier. Yeah, yeah, oh. that's actually, and it's from the Haunted Mansion. He actually, there's a couple right. of things we have too. I think he has like a gate. He has a few other items that he was able to yeah, get um, when they updated stuff that he brought into the original and when you check out and you go to swipe your card, should I even spoil it? It's pretty yeah. cool. No, spoil it for us. I, I got it. your card through flames. flames. Oh, wow. Like, you, like, at the, when you check out, you pass your credit card through flames. So they have like a red LED light underneath them. It looks oh, like a flame. Cool. Through. Nice. Yeah, oh. I can't wait to check it out. That's a cool touch. Yeah, yeah. the theming there is amazing. You know, yeah. again, he he's just he's such a cool creative guy. Again, he has a he has a music he's a music background, so he's got like an artistic background, and and I know he's got a lot of the artists with him that help him design everything that he works. That he's I think he's known forever. So um, they have a good team there. They definitely do. Yeah, we're gonna hang oh, out. More there. people take yeah. note of this, you know, operations side. Yeah, that's what we need more of. I mean, it's it's sad that even in general restaurants, you know, not in Disney, when you notice like the staff, like you're talking about. It's kind of sad sometimes that you notice it's so drastic because everything's so much the opposite yep. service. Yeah. I wish it would be more and more like this. I mean, hiring well, is priceless. He, yeah. he is the hot new thing. I mean, this is yeah, like I know, the but coolest it's just, thing. It goes across the board. Noticing. 
Yeah. Right. But everybody's noticed this. He this stands out. I can't believe we've spent how much time talking about a bakery. It's worthy, though. It's this worthy of it. Thing. This is like I think he's setting a stage the for. Bar. I think he's set yeah. the bar for other. I think yes. I, you you are right, Dan. I mean, I mean, he was in business for. He was in business for a year before he was even in Disney. He was in only business for a year, and they were already doing write-ups for him in like German magazines about his cookies. Like he was already getting, not, you know, people like reviewing his stuff like in Europe and talking about how great it was. I think he said that uh, there was a German magazine that called it the best chocolate chip cookie on the planet. So listen, and, and again, to me, it is. You know, you never think about perfecting a chocolate chip cookie, but he has. I mean, it really is amazing. And and again, it couldn't happen to a nicer guy. So you know, God bless him, and and, and um, ex- yeah. you know, they're gonna do big things. Oh, I can tell. I just want to add, you can only get six cookies. I know. That's the bummer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so. it's cool. It's cool that he, because he doesn't want people to come and not be able to get, a cook, get the cookies. And that's how you know how you have a product because you're not worried about not selling. He knows he's going to sell every cookie he's got in the, right. in, in the store. He has integrity to do that too, yeah. though. I, oh, I, oh yeah. definitely. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Because you could, if someone wanted to come in and buy like 50 of them, I'm sure there's people that want to, and he does. Of course, they would. Wants everyone to get that thing, but it also shows you that's how you know how good his cookies are. That and it's crazy. We're just talking about a cookie, but no, it's more than that because it's a. It's huge. It's not like a regular cookie, but they're so good that and he knows it. Like he's gonna. I mean, he sell even with the limit. He sells out every day. Yeah. So. And I forget about the the cookie part because I just the inside and the theming is so cool. Oh, so awesome! Yeah, I forget that there's like I can't oh, wait to see it in person. An actual cookies product. here too. <laughs> yeah, right. and there's cookies, coffee, yeah. and the pumpkin coffee, or you know the peanut butter coffee, and the tip. You were saying that, or yeah, yeah. coffee. Yeah, or well, and you cookies, made me think of cake. the fa- yeah. There you go. You made there's me think cake. of the fact that there's cakes and stuff too. That yeah, there are other things. We got to try them. So what else we got? Tiff, what do you got in the news? Okay. So um, if you are a Star Wars fan, then you should head to the World of Disney in the downtown Disney district to check out some new Star Wars spirit jerseys that are now available. They have two new ones available, $69.99 each. Uh, the first is the Endor Spirit Jersey, which shows the starry sky of the Endor moon. And it also has an Ewok standing on the bottom. And Love the it. second one, oh. the second one is the Cloud City. <laughs> yeah, the Cloud City one, um, a Spirit Jersey, which has the Millennium Falcon flying towards Cloud City. So. Cool. Very nice. Yeah. yeah. We'll do. All of us to go buy these spirit jerseys. Yeah, you know, it. Tiffany always says whenever yeah. we're walking into um uh, Star, Star Tours. Tours that the little landings up there, the endor landings that they have built with the tr- in the trees, like yeah, like little Ewoks, little animatronic, animatronic Ewoks or Ewoks up there. Yeah. It would be cool. I'm surprised they haven't done that. Yeah, it's a good idea actually. Yeah, it'd be so fun. I'm looking for the Ewoks every time. <laughs> Yeah. So what else we got? Disney has announced that the long-awaited Tron light cycle run attraction in Disney's Magic Kingdom will be delayed. Yeah. Disney Parks Experience Products Chairman Josh Tomorrow has said that the coaster isn't expected to open during the park's 50th birthday. What a a buzzkill, man. Yeah, seriously. Total buzzkill. How awesome would that have been? I wonder how far they were from completion. Well, I mean, if, I feel like it was not that long ago. They thought that they were going to get it done in time. 
Yeah. Like yeah. we, I feel like we've discussed that and it seemed like it was gonna. So it's kind of yeah. like, and now they've recently, if you've seen, they've closed off the track uh, yeah. that goes into the building. They've completely closed it off and said, yeah, it's going to stay that way for a while. And then of course I saw this come out with, it's going to be delayed and not be out. And I'm like, man, that was one of the major attractions that was coming in 2021 yeah. for yeah. the 50th. Yeah. So, you know, along oh. with Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster, Ratatouille, and you know, the, the, uh, the, the front interest revamp of Epcot and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, what a bummer, man. What's crazy is, does that mean then I'm assuming that the train won't be completed? That's what I was just going to say. Yeah, that needs to be completed to get the train going. Yeah. Oh, as far as I know. True. Yeah. I didn't even. Well, after that revelation, because that one is painful, I will give a positive one. Hey. Uh, Yeah. On January 31st, the people mover renovation's done. And it's real. There you go. Listen, I love the people. Uh, right? That'll be a little train to ride. <laughs> Much for your news item, Stephanie. <laughs> oh, did Brad, you say that? Brad kind of hijacked that one. It's good and bad. <laughs> I see that as bad news. Brad's face. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, the, it's okay. I see that as bad news. Because the positive <laughs> is that there's a date. Yeah. Were you talking about for the people mover, though? What? Wait, Are you talking about for the people mover, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, there's a date. I mean, I, to be honest, I know it's it really probably really only stinks more for Brad and Tiff because they're there all the time. For me, I'm not going to be there until after that anyway. What are you saying? The, but the people mover, they're completing construction on the 30th for the people. Mover. Yeah, which yeah. is this month. Yeah, it's this month. So that's what I'm saying. I won't be in Disney between now and then. So it doesn't right. necessarily affect it, me. It only affects people that will be there until the 30th. So like, like you guys, will, I'm sure you guys will be there 10 times over between now and then. So if you guys like it, it'll affect you guys. Um, yeah, I'm planning on being there the thirty first. I want to. So I want to. That's one of my. I know it's it's a simple little tram. I love it. I, love I it. still love going. Yeah, it's I do that nice, multiple it's times. It's a nice break. Oh yeah, it's, yeah. Listen, it's a nice break just to sit down, and relax, and obviously, especially going through the, some of the darker areas to get out of the sun for a while. Yeah, and even um, in the even like it's sometimes it's even the first ride I hit just to kind of get myself ready for the park. You know, I yeah. And also, yeah, a lot of people don't talk about it. it's kind of like the unspoken uh, thing there where. You got to give the obligatory uh, high five to people as you're going past that one section. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you guys do that. It's always everybody yeah. always does. At least every time I go, everybody does that, right? I mean, yeah. Everyone, yeah. And no one talks about it, but everyone knows it. Yeah. It's like it's like that, yeah. and you yeah. keep your fingers crossed for the lights to be on. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's so fun. This I is know. why I promise, though, the um, plans that Walt had for Epcot. That's my favorite part. I wish he would just stop and go like really slow. Me too. <laughs> That's Dan's favorite. Too. <laughs> yeah, it is neat because you always try to pick out little details every time you go through it. Yeah. yeah I love I'm, that. Is anyone else worried, though, that they're just pulling our leg with this refurb? I mean, that's what they said about other attractions under. Yes. They have, they have and they a date. Opened. I don't think they'd be given dates. Yeah. I mean, well, they yeah. did have a date originally for this. The original date was supposed to be the 9th. It's true. And so yeah. they did have a date originally for this as January 9th, but now it's got pushed back to the 30th. Sometimes they will give dates and then keep pushing it back. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, Which I don't know if it's intentional or not, but. Please don't say that. I'm I have sorry. to live with her. And I'm just talking about the, I've done like history, looked into the history on the people mover in Disneyland and they. Oh, that was. That was rough. And that was a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is that the ramp caught on fire last yeah. year. Right. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, also you're talking about. Wait, are you talking about the one at the, in Disney World? Magic Kingdom, yeah, the ramp. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, which I love that ramp. 
Yeah, yeah. But again, thank God our people over here has been really good because obviously what happened out of Disneyland was just a disaster. I mean, it, it just, they, they, it, yeah. it kept oh, not yeah, only breaking down yeah. and then a concrete cracking and yeah, them trying to change it into a different, I mean, just ridiculous. So the Rocket Rods yeah. ruined it. They like, oh, yeah. The thing. Yeah. 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 And I guess they decided, yeah, we're just never going to build it again. I don't know. They just <laughs> shut it down. So thank God ours is still running. Yeah. I mean, it's at least. So, Steph, um, but you got in the news. Obviously, not the people mover story, Brad. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I take what I want. <laughs> but, but, but what else do you have, Steph? Wait, I have to ask really quick. Brad and Tiffany, like when you're there, can you like hear people working on people movers or like? You know, she's she's asked you guys to go on like a reconnaissance mission to make sure this 30th thing is concrete. This is what actually upset me when he brought it up because I was like, what do you mean they were doing work on the people mover? I haven't seen that. She's going to need you oh. to take a stethoscope over to the people mover. Okay. Okay. Remember, you go to sleep after Halloween and you wake up the next morning, Christmas is up. So you know that they, I mean, I'm talking about the Magic Kingdom. You know they're working at night. The park I mean, never closes. Especially now, because there's less park hours, Stephanie, so they could be doing so much when we're not there. Yes, that's what's happening. Cars being moved off, the, like, like in different places. They're not off the track. And I've seen people like cast members up there. Oh, you have? Yeah. Maybe that's why Toronto is not going to get done because they're like, exactly. Yeah, maybe. I will keep my eyes open and I'll go do some asking. No, the curious thing. You need to get to the bottom of this thing, Tiffany. She's like, I'm going to find out. You got to get to the bottom of this. Yeah. Yeah. Names, ID numbers. (laughs) Hey, Tron workers, we've done some amazing work this year. I know, but all hands on deck to the people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 50th anniversary is coming up. Well, you know, if I I, will go to one cast member and they'll be like, I can't tell you anything. And then I'll go to another cast member and they'll tell me a little bit. And then I'll find that one gem. If I keep asking it and they'll like, just give me enough information. So. When they were making uh, Mind Train, you could see them working. Yeah. Yeah. Digging and things. You know, I just wondered if maybe they heard mechanical noises that would put my mind. Yes. If you went to the Barnstormer, you could hear it. I used to see construction guys walking through for Tron. Oh, yeah. For a long time, when they were putting the tracks up, you could see. I mean, they were out there all the time. Yeah. Yeah, this whole thing, it really surprised me because they got so much done during closings. I mean, when we went they back did. to property after closings, yeah. it was like, what? Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> obviously. I don't know, I don't know. what would happen for them I'll- to know already in January that, yeah, we're still not going to be done in 12 months. Let me, let me play, devil, play devil's advocate. Do you think they're holding off on it because they know they're already going to have max attendance for 2021 anyway? And to kind of recoup some of the money they lost in 2020, maybe make that the big thing in 2022 so they can max out then as well? I think, honestly, we maxed out regardless, both this year and next year. But, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm not saying, I, yeah, I would have no idea. I, I'm, I'm just saying it would be the cold-hearted thing to do. I mean, it wouldn't be fun. It'd be a nice thing to do, but I mean, it does make sense business wise. But you're right; they probably be they probably be sold out anyway. You know, you know, filled out anyway. Well, they feel they said a nightmare to get people on it. Yeah, I don't know. I just know that still in the pandemic. Yeah, Yeah. listen. At least the at least the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster is not, as far as I understand, is not. Yeah, as far as I know. Yeah, and then Ratatouille looks like it's pretty good. That one's ready to go, from what I understand. So at least you got that. The big thing was going to be how much did they get done uh, with the uh, Epcot, you know, revival, especially for the uh, the revamp of the whole 
you know, entrance and stuff. Cause I know it was like a four part plan project for that, that I know yeah. they're working on the entrance now and then they're going to start doing other stuff. And I also heard they've, they've actually scaled back some of it, which is disappointing. So I don't know, but yeah, this is a bummer with the Tron thing that that was a massive, Real bummer. massive uh, ride. Yeah. It's not like we can go to Asia. No. Well, technically I guess you could, if you wanted to, no, <laughs> no not that you realistically would. Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So, you know. Yeah, no. No, I'm not going. (laughs) That's not happening. No. Do we have an idea on, I know they didn't give a date yet, but what are we thinking for Ratatouille? Are we thinking winter? I say Christmas. It's done. What? Christmas of 2021? Really? I'm saying, no, the last Christmas. That was my dream. Oh, oh, oh. I was like, I don't think it's going to take all year. That thing's like, I was hoping. Christmas surprise. So now I'm just like, whatever. I think they're gonna do it bitter. <laughs> ah, I don't care. Because they already had some. Um, I don't know what her name is. Some they girl. gave some people some previews of the new Paris area back there. No, they oh, actually got to preview. I thought they were previewing the black. When, when, you, when you're on the the, the um, skyliner, you can actually see some of the stuff that they were working on it. When you oh yeah, you right by it, so you can see a lot yeah. of the stuff that they because they were working on a whole bunch of it. It actually looks really cool. So mm-hmm. um, I, I'm, I'm hoping it's going to be good to go by the time I, I mean, I'll be down there in March. I'm hoping it might be. It might be good to go by March. It might be. So, all right. So, so Steph, what else we got? All right. <laughs> well, collectors of the Walt Disney World pressed pennies, which we like to collect, will be happy to know that you can now find two machines in the Emporium at Magic Kingdom with 2021 designs. The collectible pressed pennies in these machines will only cost you a dollar. You can also still find machines throughout Disney World that will let you use your own penny and they will cost you 51 cents. I'm excited about press penny machines. So kind of surprised. I thought they were doing away with them. I thought so too. That's why I'm so happy about this news. Well, make a buck. There, there they go. That's an easy dollar right there, right? Exactly. You know what's the hard thing about press pennies though is how yes. do you ever remember what ones you have? You I put mean, them in a collector, a collectible yeah. scrapbook. We, like we have those, but you can hardly see them. That is yeah. true. Yeah. And they're tarnished. I bought but we love them. I bought two <laughs> lighted magnifying glasses. There you go. For us there to look go. at these. And I was going to literally yep. keep track of these with photos. Mm-hmm. I remember that. I'm yeah. like, what am I doing? Doing like this is way too much work. Yeah, that's awesome. So you were gonna keep like a like a yearly index of how they looked each year on the yeah. like how people do for like moles on their skin kind of a thing. Yeah. Well, you know how you can get checklists uh, online for the press penny machines and which ones are there, and you check them off. But I was going to like try to create my Make own. Mm-hmm. That's cool. How many, print, how many, how many, how many do they have? I feel like everywhere you go, they're all over the place or are they not there as much? They are, they're, they are they're still there, there. They just don't change them. Like they, yeah. like we were getting a lot of repeat. Yeah. Because I was saying, I feel like every corner you look in, there's a, there's a penny, a press penny machine. I believe yeah. there's a book. There is a book. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Kind of like the I hidden know. Mickey, but it's probably not a hundred percent current right now. Like right. Yeah. Some machines. I don't know. I saw a kid once on a bus uh, with a, full book of them and that's whenever i was converted i was just like i want to be like this kid (laughs) (laughs) he has it all going for him (laughs) this kid's got it all together (laughs) yeah (laughs) so what else we got steph super exciting aerosmith rock and roller coaster it was down for five days with no explanation and believe me i researched why it was down i had to get to the bottom of it (sighs) but it is open 
and running. This ends many fans' uneasiness about the status of this fan favorite. And my five days of hell. <laughs> Living with this. Oh my gosh. Stephanie was probably having night terrors about oh. this. Well, and why was it down? It wasn't malfunctioning. Stephanie's and- worked with Steven Tyler before. Yep. Wow. I've heard, I think you've told me that. Several like times, yeah. yeah. Um, and Joe and Joe Perry. So True. I need to ask Joe about. Wow. Her. Well, you know, so, you know, you know, Stephanie's going to do now. She's going to send Tiffany to uh, get to the bottom of it. Just yeah, exactly. get over there and you, you find some names. You, we got to get Tiffany like one of those, like a monocle and like the detective jacket and the detective coat. Yeah, and the I, heard, I actually <laughs> want a job at Disney. They don't where I go around and just report all the things that are not being done right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's I would love to have that job. Attractions. It's actually the perfect job for Dan with all the gripes he'd have. Yeah, I was gonna say like the knives over at the Barnstormer. They're they're supposed to be knife handles. They've been gone for at least four years. Right. The people broke them off. And they don't which is weird because you think Disney was so on top of things they'd replace them. Of course. I'm a little surprised. I didn't even notice that. When you I've been on the Barnstormer so Disneyland long. Disneyland come and they're like, this park isn't as nice as Disneyland. It's so much cleaner. And you're like, no, this park That's is amazing. It's, it's heaven. Yeah. yeah. So. I agree. I will I've get to talk about Aerosmith. I will find out because those people over there are more, um, they're the rock and roll type. They're going to tell me. Right. We even asked in the gift shop because that merch shop, you know, they were doing away little by little every, you know, know. less and less Aerosmith, less and less rock and roll. There was a Mickey with a top hat, uh, like a rock and roll Mickey thing. And we asked a cast member, you know, Hey, can you tell us and not tell us? And he, he did allude to the fact that, yeah, this is going to be. Yeah. It would be kind of rethemed. Are you serious? Yeah, it's yeah. a Mickey's kind of rock and roll thing. So the hours, so what kind of music would they use then? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. He I, I gotta tell you, that would change the whole vibe of the ride. I, it really would. Right? Right? I'm hoping that's something that I'm hoping that's something that maybe they thought about and they didn't do. I remember because I remember I spoke to a cast member once about Indiana Jones, and they were like, Yeah, they're probably gonna get rid of Indiana Jones in like about a year or so. And this was like Boy. this was like eight years ago. I'm thinking yeah. like oh, they didn't. I, I, and I, I listen. I go to it every time. I can recite the lines as they're telling them because it's always the same story and the same jokes. But I just love it just because it's one of those things that I always do. Yeah. And I remember thinking like that. That like I'll be like brokenhearted about them getting rid of the stunt spectacular. And but here we go. Eight years later, it's still there. So they maybe maybe change their minds or maybe hopefully maybe the cast member just had false information. But hopefully it's the same thing with Aerosmith. I mean, I love Mickey Mouse, but like I couldn't picture that that ride. We already without have Mickey's Aerosmith. Runaway Railway. Yeah, they already have that. So maybe they went there instead, which I miss yeah. the great movie ride at the same time, too. That you know, I feel like Aerosmith's going to be safe now. I mean, they shut down Tron. Why Why are they going to go working right. on Aerosmith? Yeah. yeah. yeah and that park is so packed anyway. Mm-hmm. Do we need another yeah. new, brand new overlay ride there to nope. make it worse? No, nope, I mean, we don't. Yeah. My, favorite, yeah. my favorite rock and roller coaster replacement rumor was Monsters Incorporated. I always like see the doors like flying through there or flying on the tracks through the doors and imagine them like taking where the Star Wars launch bay is right now and returning it to an animation area and bridging Toy Story Land to that section with rock and roller coaster and just have it be like all animation in Pixar. Stephanie doesn't mm-hmm. want to hear that, Brad. No, 
Stephanie's getting nervous. She's sweating. Cool idea. Cool idea, though, especially for uh, being the rock and roll coaster being indoors and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It would be cool as you're going around. You would have them, you know, the doors and stuff going across. Yeah. 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 You're right. That would be pretty sweet. I mean, I wouldn't want them to change it. Yeah, I wouldn't want them to change either, but maybe they could do. I mean, that's something to think about in the future is them having maybe a a Monstropolis add on. Is it Monstropolis? Yeah, it's Monstropolis, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, that would be pretty cool. Almost like a, you know, like an area. But it's just, I think it's safe for now. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, yeah. other things to worry about. Yes. Yeah. Like the people mover? Yeah. (laughs) And the railroad. I just hope that what they're really doing up there isn't just packing it up to bring somewhere else. No, no, those are dangerous words. To I'm just saying, Stephanie, what if they're packing up the people mover to bring to somewhere else to another park? Don't buy into a stuff. Don't okay, buy into the railroad is the heart and soul of the. Are you kidding? I, I'm certainly kidding. I love that right. I would, I would boycott. No, I wouldn't. I thought you were talking about the actual train. No, I was joking about the people mover. Yeah, and okay. he just wants to watch I, Stephanie squirm. I, I'm definitely worried about the train now because I just realized that when we were. Yeah, I don't know. They're not getting rid of the people. They're not getting rid of it, but like, no, for how sure. Long do the, we have to go they're already getting rid of the country bears, from what I understand. Oh, so. okay. Wait, just kidding, Dan. Okay, wait. Look at Dan. <laughs> it's, train? It's so upset. Is that you think we're getting rid of the train? No. Oh, no. no. Everything's staying. Oh. I'm saying just like the reopening is going to be delayed. If Tron is everybody breathe. Tron. Nothing's going. Everything's staying. Okay. What do you breathe? Gene is the one making the calls on this, so don't worry about it. <laughs> I hope Dan's coming back. Is he really upset? He loves them. He loves them country bears, man. <laughs> oh my god! Well, you can see his eyes scowling behind his glasses, bro. <laughs> his glasses fog up. Well, Dan, now that you're speechless, what do you have in the news? Well, this is actually good news. Disney has filed a new patent that may just bring the large Yeti from Expedition Everest back to life. The new patent is for a system that suppresses vibrations caused by robotics. The Yeti has been motionless for 12 years now because Disney was unable to fix it without doing major structural work to the man-made Asian mountain, which would require the ride to be closed for several months. Maybe with this new patent, they will be able to get the Yeti working without months of downtime. That'd be cool. Oh yeah, I would love that thing to come back. Such an amazing, everybody would. amazing, yeah, such an amazing animatronic that's yeah. just unfortunately gone to waste. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's a it's an amazing animatronic, and when it was working, it was incredible. It's just, I mean, I understand the issues they had. Yeah, but I, I'm quite frankly shocked that it's taken them 12 years to yeah. figure that. Like, hey, maybe we should. I do have heard maybe. a lot of yeah, right? issues with that mountain. So. Well, it's such a tight space to work on such a big piece. So I, I get that, you know. Yeah. Um, kind of yeah. weird that Joe Rody left before they made this announcement. If I were him, I would have kind of waited. <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe maybe he'll be doing some part-time work with it, at least, you know. I don't know. I don't know if, if the animatronic stuff is really his his uh it was his role. I think he was more right. about it else. So. People blamed him for the Yeti not working in this. Nice. Let me tell you something. He's done so much positive for yeah. Disney. You, oh yeah. How dare anybody ever blame him for anything? That's what yeah. I thought. He's yeah. done a lot of positive for the human race. Yeah, I'm about to say That's just for animals and conservation. I mean, he's just yeah. a good man. He really is. Absolutely. Great earrings too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. That's what he's known for. Yeah. Everybody knows that. You know, he'll be greatly missed. I feel like with him leaving, I mean, it feels a little bit, bit like he's the last of the era. That yeah, like, I'm sure he knew Marty Sklar, who to me yeah. is like the, the reason why Disney World is what it is, is because of Marty Sklar. So what else we got, Dan? 
All right, the new on-property McDonald's has finally opened in Disney World. The McDonald's renovations were originally scheduled to be completed in March, but the schedule fell a little behind due to the pandemic. The new location is bigger than the original McDonald's that was torn down, and it is completely powered by Florida's sun. So mm-hmm. where is this at? Where is this? Uh, That's what I'd like this, to know. Yeah. yeah. Where's this McDonald's at? Is it in the same location as the other one? Yeah. Nope. No. So the McDonald's, if it's the one that they refurbished and then kind of had you know in a state for the last year is it the one that has the bicycle that you charge like i believe that it's the one that has like exercise bikes right outside that you sit on and you pet kinetically power the golden arches on the side of the building it's really cool i mean right now they're probably distance but yeah Yeah, you have yourself a big big mac charge yourself up and you get on the exercise bike and just light up the golden arches it's a lot of where was that though but it's on the way to Animal Kingdom. It's oh, like, oh okay. Wow. See, I keep I keep thinking, man, did they actually put it in the park? Like, did I some? Did I miss well, something? They used to have the French fries cart way mm-hmm. back when McDonald's. Yeah, yes. that's true. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought they were talking about. Right, first. but man, no, that that's pretty cool. Uh, what Brad's talking about. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what it is. Yeah. Cool. I mean, it's I been open though. That's yeah. They're just done. I think. I think that. Everything has gone went into a state of renovation during closings, you know, for, you know, they just went into maintenance schedules. It makes sense to get it all in where you can, you know? Yeah. Well, so, yeah. Yeah. The solar powered one. That's what we're talking about. So yeah, you can power this thing. So you should go like a, in the evening. Yeah. Dusk. So that you can see it, but you power and it all lights up. It's really fun. That's Whoa. cool. That is pretty cool. So McDonald's cool. has a limited menu. All of them have a limited menu right now. And it has been difficult to go to this location because um, it it's been closing very early. Like it was closed at like eight. Easily. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. yeah. That's wow. early. Yeah. Well, the Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom card game is ending January 24th. It's the last day. It's rotten news. Um, all I've really seen is the reason given is due to the changes and how the guests use you know, mobile technology and decreased demand for the game. But even if it's not even that much of a demand, people still want to use it. It's not like it. What's the, I mean, it's not like it takes up space, really. I know. I know. It is kind of weird. I always thought it was kind of cool. Like if 10 people a day do it, wouldn't that be enough for those 10 people? I mean, like, what could it possibly affect Disney if they have it or don't have it, other than if they don't have it, it bumming some people out? All right. Well, thank you, Dan. Joey, what do you got in the news today? All right. Uh, we got uh, visitors at Disney Springs can now stop and grab a bite to eat at the Everglazed Donuts and Cold Brew. The shop now offers unique donuts and is expected to be open daily from 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. The menu also has lunch items such as cheeseburger or fried chicken. So make sure you stop, you know, stop in and try it. Yeah, have you guys seen those donuts, man? I yeah. I'm waiting for Brad and Tiffany to send a full report about those donuts, by the way. Yeah, we're, we've been, we haven't been to the parks, but um, to Disney Springs this week. But yeah, I saw pictures somebody put up today. Not like the food looks pretty decadent. The the Fruity Pebble one. Oh, what? Yeah. That is Fruity, like, one, one of my all-time Pebble. favorite cereals. Man. Yes. We'll Listen, be there tomorrow. <laughs> you could um, put Fruity Pebbles on anything and I'll eat it. Yeah. Anything. Right. Yeah, is there it. Fruity Pebbles? Pebble churro? There's a few, yeah, at, at Sunshine Churros, they have a fruity pebble churro, yeah. which is phenomenal. And this donut looks, they have, but they have, they have one with bacon on it. They have a maple, yeah, like which a is maple glaze. Yeah. Really good, by the way. The salt and the sweet. I know a lot of people. Oh, uh, yeah. Think that's no, I, can, I can't wait to try it's, that one. It's really good. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. got, and there's some um, chicken sandwich. Funky chicken. Yeah. It looks, it looks <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. I don't, <laughs> I can't wait to try that. 
Ew, I want to get down there. That's actually it has cold first. beer. Is that like yeah, they got like that cold coffee, really cool stuff. Um, um in fact, I saw Lou Mangello was actually post, he was there and he had a there was a they had a cool he? like chicken breakfast sandwich that they had. Um, so oh. yeah, yeah, they had some good stuff. So I'm I'm excited to try that. Hopefully, you guys can let us know a little bit about what we can expect there. Joey, actually, quick question. What did the headline say when a child psychic escapes from jail? <laughs> what did it say? Small, medium, at large. Oh, <laughs> wow. That... Thank Dan and Stephanie for my arsenal. Listen, yeah. unfortunately, box Sorry. of dad jokes. Sorry. That was like, that was a good was one. Like a, Come on. That was, that was no, no. Listen, that's a good way to start uh, 2021. I mean, it was right across the bow for sure. Yep. So. Yep. 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 <laughs> he, he brings out the heavy gun right away. Yeah, I wouldn't. I, I was like, I got to come up with a good one. I went through that. I went through that box. I'm like, this is this is starting. This is kicking off oh 2021. And I want to I want to say this, too. Uh, that's a tribute to Dan and Stephanie. That one's for you. Thank you, Gene. That's Listen, one. you could have, you know, you could have started so out with some pep, pepper shots, but that, you know, you went with the cannon. That's OK. <laughs> Wait look, till the end of the year. Look, look, we're going backwards. Dan and Steph. Oh, oh yeah. Look, he wrote it. Look at that. Everyone, I'm gonna, everyone's gonna get a special tribute every once in a while. This one, this oh, is for the first one. It's for Dan and Steph. Oh, right. Who needs sorcerer cards? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, uh, what else we got, Joey? Okay, there's now a new Mickey Mouse uh, face mask that's available in Disney World uh, that will surely go with most any outfit, which is, you know, Mickey Mouse kind of goes with everything. Uh, the new mask is black and white, Mickey Mouse face on and on one side, and is only going for $12.99. So at least it's something that's under 50 bucks. Yeah, it's actually... It's not that because generally... <laughs> most of their stuff is just, you know, even the small stuff is super expensive usually. Yeah. Although that is, it's pretty expensive for their face masks, no? You think so? Yeah, exactly. Because weren't they going originally for like six bucks? Yeah. Nine more. They're like eight, I think nine now. I mean, well, you to get a 10% discount on them now. 20. 20. Yeah, because I get it with the DVC, I get 20. Previously. But this one's black, which is great and all until it's nine degrees. And then you don't want that on your face. Oh, it looks beautiful. (laughs) I really like it. I think I want one for sure. You know, I enjoy a black mask in that white embroidery. The embroidery is nice. So nice. Yeah. It's not embroidery. It's like a puppy. Oh, is it? It's like a spirit jersey puff? Yeah. It's like a spirit jersey. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's cool. Nice. All right. Well, I got some news. I got some some sad news. Tokyo Disneyland and Tokyo Disney Sea will be cutting back their hours for a little bit due to a massive spike in COVID-19 in Japan. So from now until the end of January, they are going to be operating only from 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. So that's um, rough news over what there. The yeah, I, I saw today. a little bit of a spike over there. So I think they trying to like limit it a little bit. But I feel like that's the still hours right now day, though. The same hours we have right now. Right? No, I, yeah, no. I saw today they're talking about cutting hours here. I saw that too. And I didn't remember exactly which park or what I, I saw it today. So I know they're cutting it's hours. Probably gonna, it's probably going to be all, it's probably going to be a flat yeah. all across the board for all the parks. Yeah. Depending on, but they're you know, saying it's because of after holidays. They weren't saying anything because of COVID from what I read. Right. But they were extending yeah, I don't it by an hour. Well, they were and now they're back. For the holiday, yeah. Oh. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. I don't know. I, I listen like, like you back said. to normal hours that aren't technically normal as of previous years, except they were normal last fall. Does that make sense? Maybe. Yeah, I mean, they gave us more hours for the holidays, right? Like, and then just putting it back to normal. Like, 
they didn't go to midnight oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. during the holidays. So now they're coming back to what they were before the holidays. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, no, no, that, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. So it's probably more something what it is. Um, you know, they'll get more hours once we go into spring break. I don't know. I would imagine once spring break hits, especially if we're seeing numbers hopefully by then go down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Uh, let's hope that they we have this under control by even I'm, I'm just ballpark here, even by July. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, it takes a um, long time. Yeah. Um, you know? I mean, I think at this point we vaccinated like, just over 5 million, I think was what they're saying. So, yeah, I, I don't know. We'll see. Okay. So that's going to bring us to this week's Disney TV and movie minute with that. Brad, you got that, right? Yes. Coming to Disney Plus this Friday, January 15th, a show that we have talked about for a while and that everybody knows that I've been anticipating. WandaVision episode one, in which Wanda Maximoff, who is played by Elizabeth Olsen, and Vision, who is played by Paul Bettany, are two superpowered beings that are living idealized suburban lives when they begin to suspect that everything is not as it seems. So I'm super excited for this. It's like, you know, like the Mandalorian was great at that time. I feel like this is going to be like a nice keeping up the good shows going, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I have a good, I have a good feeling. Dan can probably guess what the synopsis on episode two of WandaVision is going to be. What do you think it's going to be, Dan? They continue their adventures. (laughs) Well, Wanda and Vision continue their adventures. (laughs) What else we got on Disney Plus? Well, returning to Disney Plus is Mary Poppins Returns, wherein uh, Michael Banks learns that his house is about to be repossessed unless he can pay back a loan. The only hope he has to save his house is to find a missing certificate that shows proof of a valuable shares that his father left him years earlier. When all seems lost, Michael gets a visit from his beloved nanny of childhood, Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins help save the day and she takes the bank's family on a magical adventure that's the whole story there but I pretty much what did you guys think about it did you guys all see mary poppins returns oh i love Mm -hmm. it you guys see i i I didn't like it that much and i love everybody i i love emily blunt you guys care for it i really really like it i love the original the original is my favorite movie yeah oh yeah i heard you say that the other day that's That's like me and my grandmother's favorite movie as a kid. So like, that's like my favorite. I think that's like my favorite Disney movie. Um, Visually, I think it's fantastic. I consider it a modern uh, psychedelic film that they played (laughs) on America. Like, really, I can't believe that Disney produced a a film like that. I mean, I consider the what is the the trip the light fantastic. I mean, 100%. They have made a modern day, like kind of psychedelic, like Timothy Leary referenced film. So I don't think it was that like great to people though it's not like people are like oh i'm watching like you watch the classic one mm-hmm. all the time you hear about it all the time this one's like yeah maybe people liked it but i don't know i was upset but- i i think that's what it was for me too i think i put <laughs> too much pressure on it to be yeah, me too. original so yeah. my expectations were yeah good. yeah so yeah. especially with the cast i right? haven't seen Miranda. it yet, so i can't say anything it's a it's a to me having seen it I'd say see it at least once, but I probably, I don't think you just want to see it again. That's my opinion. Yeah. But that's my opinion. Dan, Dan probably watches it once a week. I don't, I don't know. Our house oh, is. Yeah, I really like it. I me, me and Tiff are on t- a, a team thumbs down. Yeah. 
and you know brad and dan and i love that effort and he said she was upset not <laughs> didn't like it she was upset. <laughs> i well be, be honest, i i was too because i thought just based on the original love the original so much the beloved character and then emily blunt lynn manuel miranda i was like oh it's gonna be great and i just was really let down by it actually as soon as i heard the casting i wasn't happy but oh see i like the casting I just, I thought it'd be great. And it just was like, ah, but see, in these kind of movies, I don't even bring in the original. I I just can't. It's just too hard of a comparison. You know, we're total purists and this movie really has a soft spot in my heart and we loved it. Like I I was prepared to hate it. I'm like, this is so stupid. Why do they do this? Don't mess with the originals. Yeah, I thought that's what actually was going to be a response to it. I'm surprised. I thought you guys were, because you guys are very mm-hmm. like Disney traditionalists, Disney people. Well, I, I, I have too, not to take, you guys. I, just, I try not to take the same road I did with Dumbo, and I was yeah. like Tiffany, upset mm-hmm. that Timothy was not in that movie. Yes. Yeah. Ridiculous. With CGI, I don't understand why they couldn't just like make it Totally. Well, in the lighter world of cartoons, Disney, Elena of Avalor, season three premieres, an animated series that follows the story of Elena, who is a brave and adventurous teenager who continues to save her kingdom from an evil sorceress and must learn to rule as a crown princess until she is old enough to become queen of Avalor. All right, the uh, series Disney Insider continues with episode seven. This series is a docu-series that takes you behind the scenes at the Walt Disney Company like never before. This series will pull the curtain back on Disney movies, theme parks, music, toys, and destinations. So the entire Disney offering there behind the scenes. Cool. Love it. Does that sound good, Stephanie? Yes, sir, it does. Yeah, and you know, earlier, I know, Dan, you were talking about this next title. Uh, Dr. Doolittle 3 as Lisa Doolittle, who has inherited her father's ability to talk to animals, tries to save a ranch from closing. An opportunity to get some of those larger farm animals talking, some bovines and some horses, where I think the past shows have really dealt with birds and fowls and dogs and cats. Hamsters. Really exciting on the ranch. Oh, yeah, well, you know, seventeen animals there. <laughs> I think we're all getting a little delirious. <laughs> totally, man. That's a lot to wrestle up at the old ranch. I gotta <laughs> say. <laughs> you know, wrestle. Yeah, Doctor Doolittle had a farm. Little Doolittle. Lisa. Well, little Lisa. Is it Lisa? Lisa? Little Doolittle. Well, well, Eliza Doolittle is somebody else. Is yeah. Wait, Liza Doolittle, is that, wait, what was, is that? Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> that was from something else. It, that's no, a, what is that, though? My now, Fair Lady. Yes. Yeah. Yes, thank so. you. Yes. Yeah. All right, now this next one, okay, this is fantastic. Isle of Dogs. After all canine pets are exiled from Megasaki City by executive decree to a vast garbage dump, called Trash Island, a 12-year-old named Atari sets out alone to find his bodyguard dog named Spots. After crossing the river, he is assisted by newly found mongrel friends. Now, this film here is a stop-motion animation that's done by Wes Anderson. He did a previous foray into animation with uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox, but we love Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson's fantastic. In fact, I want Disney to get Wes Anderson to do a modern adaption of Condor Man. Yeah. Really. 
I'm not sure who Condor Man is. Who's Condor Man? Disney what? Condor Man from the late 70s. It was a live action Disney film that uh, was produced. It might have been the early 80s about a comic book artist who also adapts the alter ego of his comic book character in order to fulfill a mission for the United States and Russia, but falls in love with the lovely Natalia. And an adventure ensues with like James Bond style vehicles and ends in Fenway Park and a marriage proposal like from a blimp. So it's a journey all the way through and one of my favorite movies as a kid. Did you just have it off the top of your head? Because it sounded like you just read the synopsis. (laughs) But I feel like this it's been memorizing it all week. <laughs> we covered it on the Stan Disney. No, it's written in the heart. <laughs> My heart has two little Condor Man wings. Yeah. You guys should all go watch Condor Man though. I really I, like um that's Fantastic I, Mr. Fox. I love, I love Fantastic Mr. Yeah. Fox, yeah. So I do have one last one. Ooh, does it have animals in it? It does not have animals in it, but it does have something that you can see animals in, in the title, uh, Beyond the Clouds, The Concert of a Lifetime. And I hear that this comes very highly recommended. Synopsis is that as Justin and the crew prepare for Zach's final performance, they have difficulty finding a venue. But a miracle, however, comes from the most unlikely place, Justin's daughter, Maya. Jason Raz reflects on his connection with Zach's music on him and on his work. So I understand this is really kind of a film of journey and very touching. I don't have much exposure to it or to the trailer, but as I said, it comes very highly recommended. And I think we are going to watch it as a family. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, after after seeing the the original clouds, definitely gonna see this for sure. Okay, so there's the original. We haven't seen either, but um, I haven't either. I have I have to see it. Highly, I, it is highly recommended. I know it's supposed to be very sad. The original, the, the it is. Clouds. It so, is. I know it's a true story. I haven't seen it though. Yeah, so, it's one of those movies that because it's sad, I'll probably watch once, even how no matter how good it is. Yeah, I can't well, watch this. You know. Yeah, no, of course. Like, so, but it is it is it is very good. At least the first one. So cool. All right. Well, that is going to do it for the Disney TV movie minute. But now we can get into the Disney dollar game. And uh, with that, let's welcome Mallory to the show. How are you doing, Mallory? Hi, how are you? I'm doing great. We're glad to have you. And why don't you tell us a little bit about where you're from and a little bit about yourself? Um, well, I'm kind of from all over. I'm, I'm a military family. So I'm currently in California. Loving it because it's close to Disney. Um, and I am the owner of 1953 Designs. Excellent. And you were a sponsor actually earlier on in our podcast. And that's right. Nobody wanted a t-shirt. <laughs> A Monster Zinc t-shirt, I remember correctly. So That's very, correct. very, very cool stuff. So I find, and Dan, I don't know if you ever noticed, we have a lot of listeners from California, more than I, I would have. I feel like every time somebody wins a contest, they're from California. You know what I feel about that is these are now my new bed and breakfast locations that we can use, Gene, mm. to go to Disney. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. So we will be contacting. I don't know if you knew that was part of the, the deal. If you sign that, it yeah, does gotta, give us access once gotta, a year. Exactly. You have a spare bedroom, right, Mallory? We actually do. You're there we go. Luck. If you didn't, we'd have, we'd have to use the couch. But <laughs> We have two of those. Great. All right, so let's go over the rules real quick. You ready? All right, so it's 10 questions, but you only go as far as until you get the first incorrect answer. So you get question run right, one right, you move on to question two. You get question two right, you move on to question three, so on and so forth. You get to question 10 and you get that correctly, you win the $25 Disney gift card. Now you have 10 seconds to answer each question. The timer starts 
after the question is asked and the first incorrect answer, game over. First non-answer at the buzzer, game over. All right. So any questions? No questions. You feel confident? Mostly. <laughs> You're supposed to say yes. Just say yes. Oh, yes. I'm so confident. Dan, she's going to beat you. You got, you got to beat Dan. <laughs> hey, I find these questions he comes up with sometimes very difficult. Oh, They're even difficult for me. I, my prayers are with you on this one. <laughs> All right. So, Mallory, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do this. Dan, I know you were born ready, so uh, go yeah. ahead. Ask, ask the first question. All right. Well, the first one should be an easy one to get you going. Number one is what rock band is featured in Hollywood Studios' Rock and Roller Coaster? Oh, uh, Aerosmith. Ding, 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 ding. Very we good. don't have a budget yet for sound effects. Yeah. Uh, one day. <laughs> there we go. Start. Number two, how many water parks are there in Walt Disney World? Oh, man. Uh, two? You are correct. Wow. I feel like and Blizzard Beach. There you go. Is that a guess? That was a guess. I feel like I it's trying to go through in my head. I'm like, okay, I know I've seen this. I know I've seen this. I don't think there's more. <laughs> you know what is it? I think it's harder for a girl for Disney or no? I'm sorry? Are you a big Disney water park girl or no? No, I actually really don't like the water. <laughs> what? I'm not either. So I feel like if you're not into the water parks, this is not exactly the easiest question because you might not go there. Also, totally agree. I, find out, I find for Disneylanders that do more Disneyland than Disney World, I find that might be a tough question. Anything with Disney World, it might be a little bit tougher because it's different. It's a different world for them. That is so true. <laughs> exactly. All right. All right. Number three, name the villain from Beauty and the Beast. Gaston? Correct. Wait, Correct wait. on question number three. Wait, <laughs> I kind of thought it was Cogsworth. He's not the villain? No. He's so moody. All right. <laughs> Please just... That's that's hinting at a dad joke. <laughs> Everybody loves right. dad jokes, Dan. On with the show. Number four. In Aladdin, I'll have her head start getting into that space right now. What was the name of Jafar's parrot? Iago. Yes. There we go. Yes. Good one. All right, question five. All right, I like this one. This is a fave of mine. Number five, in Toy Story, what was the name of the mean neighbor boy who abuses toys? Ah. Tough one. Sid? No. Yeah. What? <laughs> Sid? Sid? Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Couldn't tell if it was Sid or not what she said. <laughs> I know, All right. I said we are half <laughs> over. We're You're half halfway there. Over. Woohoo. We've hit the midway point. Okay, another, another fave of mine, number six. Who brings Pinocchio to life? Uh, the Blue Fairy. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> All right. Now they're getting harder. Yeah, you're making me think now. You know, yeah. they, they do take a turn right around seven. So this is a tough one, but a favorite character. Number seven. What is Donald Duck's middle name? Ah, oh, I knew this one. Nope, this is where it ends. <laughs> Just throw out a name. It is. Do you have any guesses? Nope. <laughs> Fauntleroy. Which is ironically my little name. Yep. Seriously? It was in uh, <laughs> Donald Gets Drafted and Walt wanted a close-up of the application and it had a middle name and so they needed to come up with one and I can't remember what the first name was but then Walt says we need it to be something funny and Fauntleroy. Uh, it was close. <laughs> well, you did. you had a nice run. We thank you for playing. 
and we thank you for, for having for me. Being a sponsor, and and uh, we'll have you on again, hopefully, and, and next time you can get to question ten. What is, uh, nice. Let me just ask, what's the gist of nineteen fifty three designs? Um, it's just I I started it because I love to create, and of course, love Disney, and it the two just kind of meshed together, and I was able to to incorporate all of my favorites, which are kind of underrated and. Uh, so I have a lot of Hercules inspired stuff or um, Peter Pan. Um, so it's just, it became like my creative outlet and um, everybody seemed to really enjoy it too. So it just kind of took off from there. What's your fave like couple or for Disney? Uh, favorite Disney movie? Yeah. Like what's your Peter path? Pan is definitely one like top. I've loved that one since I was a kid. And then um, Emperor's New Groove and Hercules are probably the next two. Nice. Hercules is kind of coming back, I feel. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people get overlooked. You know what I think for that? I think I think you can thank Hades. I think everybody loves it, that Hades <laughs> villain. And I think he's, he's an awesome villain. Yeah, like he's probably the best part of that movie, James Woods. Oh, yeah. But, and um, I guess they originally wanted him to be a more like stoic character, but James Woods like totally ad libbed most of it and it became Hades as we know it. Yeah. Jeez, so. Cool. Cool. So again, thank you for playing. Thank you for listening. Hey, did you uh, did you sign up for this month's giveaway on Instagram? Not yet, but I'm going to. <laughs> I don't know why you haven't. <laughs> Go to the Magical Lifestyle and make sure you. Uh, it's easy. We do them every month, and uh, you win a nice big gift card. So if you, yeah. I like it. Um, again, thank you for for playing, and uh, maybe next time you you know get to the end. Sounds great. Thank you All guys. Right. Thanks for joining us. Okay, so that's going to bring us to this week's Disney Topic Talk. And uh, today the crew and, and I are going to discuss our Disney New Year's resolutions, what we would, uh, what we think Disney should do as a resolution for the new year. And uh, let's start with Dan and Steph. What do you guys got? Go ahead, Steph. What do you got? Okay. What, what I do think, you got? I think what would make the park so much better, we would benefit everybody, oh, is if they brought back 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. I really? got to tell you what. I, I love it. I miss that ride. Thank you. I, you know, I could have said something extremely profound, like better, you know, free dining for everyone during the week of blah, 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 blah. But no, I'm going with 20,000 leagues needs to come back. <laughs> when did, now, when did they, do you remember when they closed that down? When did they, when did they get rid of that? I don't Maybe remember the year. Not. It was a long time ago. I know that. Oh, yeah. Was it that long ago? Let's see. I know they closed it and like, but it sat. Yeah. Oh, ah, they they had a, signs up around saying, you know, pardon our dust. Ninety four. Weren't really doing. Wow. Weren't working on it. They were just getting rid of it. And then there was like a pool bear play area. No oh, barf. Yeah, there was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm poo like ruins everything for me though. We love the poo. It's because Pooh took out Mr. Toads. That's why I just oh, yeah. there you go. salty about that. Uh, what else did uh, Pooh take out in Disneyland? Let's talk about that. You don't want to talk about that. Okay. Pooh took out country bears in Disneyland. Oh. So, yeah. So yeah, they had they had a grotto. They had a it was like Ariel's grotto or something. It was it was mm-hmm. a princess meet and greet thing for a little bit. I think they just didn't know what to do with it. It was so expensive to run, and it was always breaking down. Yes, yeah, that is I, true. I don't think it was handicapped accessible either. But I think they just could have really refurbed it into something else. And not a huge fan of the Nemo submarine ride. And well, the problem with that is 
is not the theming it's just the execution no. of it exactly they should do it they should redo that whole thing now with new technology it would be awesome people love people still love 20 how you know just last year there was a twenty thousand leagues ornament it, it, can i be honest they need they need they i love the original the kirk douglas version but for yeah. a new generation they really should do a reboot like redo it yeah i, I mean they remake everything either. why not why don't they remake everything exactly. i don't understand for the life of me why they haven't thought to remake a Disney classic like 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Yeah. With, you know, yeah. give me like, you know, all right, Kirk Douglas, give me Ryan Reynolds. I don't know. Give me some, you know, um, yeah. as long as, you know, we, we stay away from a couple of actors that I think would be horrendous. In uh, it. Yeah, right. Mm. What? <laughs> Zac Efron. You were going to oh. say Zac Efron. If they go to him for casting, I wouldn't even watch <laughs> You know, that could happen. I hope not. It would be the vomit emoji all over the place for me. <laughs> Um, Listen, by the way, September, September 5th, 1994. 94. So like yes. almost, um, wow. Oh, yeah. Okay. Over, I was almost over 26 years. Way off. There's a Nautilus um, mural thing in the. Yes, there is. For, yeah, for Ariel's ride. Yep. You can find it. It's a, it's a little Easter egg in there. Cool. I didn't cool. know that. And uh, the, the, um, the organ from the movie is the one in the haunted mansion correct really yeah i didn't I know that wonderful. That. those are awesome easter eggs man that's yeah that's a that's a cool little piece of info thank you for that. little trivia well sure all yeah. right so so stephanie wants to part of disney's resolution is to bring back Twenty Thousand leagues under the sea at the magic kingdom mm-hmm. dan what do you got my man well i think because disney's getting a lot of flack for pulling free things, you know, like no more magic bands to get rid of the card game and get the cards for free, you know, all that kind of thing. The maps. However, they're not, you know, changing their price. So people are starting to really get that vibe of they're not getting their money's worth anymore. And so I know that this is a terrible year to like really throw anything into place because Lickertronic got shut down. So it's like, what can you do to add something that doesn't break the bank? And one thing I've been pioneering for forever is bring back different characters. How about Thumper is on just trotting around randomly? Or like you saw the Splash Mountain guys come out when they put out the plush. So you know this stuff is sitting back there. Yeah. Do these weird characters that they have that aren't regular don't even do a a meet and greet just put that out there i think that excitement of kind of not knowing when these Mm -hmm. things are gonna show up would be so cool and so it can't be that much of an expense i mean it's not like you're putting huge humongous salaries back in place to be in these costumes so i think it would be cool I do too. And something this different to it's really add some be. magic back in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I, I, so yeah, so I, I mine actually has very similar to Dan's as, as I was my New Year's resolution for Disney was to do um the more more of the meet and greets. And like you said, to bring back some of the characters that you don't see that often, maybe coming up with characters that they'll they that they don't even put out right now. And I think having them roam around a little more often, especially if the parks aren't as full as they are, there's more room for these characters to be around uh it's not like you have to worry about bumping into as many people because the, the parks aren't 
at nearly at capacity still. So I think you have the room to have more of of the people. Now again, I guess you I know you can't do it now because of social distancing. They can't really intermingle. Um, so maybe that's part of it. But I just I just think the idea of having of having more character meet and greets would be uh, just a cool thing. I think the more you have them, if there's more of them, you don't get the long. I mean, you see sometimes these lines. It might be like an hour line just to get to meet you know Aladdin and Jasmine. And if you had more of them, it could disperse the the lines. So every you might get a chance to meet more of them than than just the one or two that you might meet in the day because you didn't spend an hour and a half online waiting to get to meet Cinderella. You know, if there's more characters you can meet more characters because the lines will be shorter. It's almost like when they bring in a new ride, they, they, they do it so that way they can kind of disperse the crowds a little bit and move them around. I think they need to have the characters involved more in the parks. And I know, like I said, Dan, I know he has always uh, talked about that. And that's kind of where I think they need to go. I think it shows a little bit more, I don't know if customer service is the word, but, but interaction, I guess, with park goers and, and fans of, of a lot of these films. The mice from Cinderella. Give me the the um, Timothy Mouse. I don't even think I've ever even seen oh, Timothy yeah. Mouse in the park. I I not. And the I, other thing I would do is I would make an exhibit for the live action Dumbo, and I would put it. I would have to move something to do this. I would probably put that in lieu of the Country Bears. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you keep attacking Dan on this. I feel this personally as well. I just want to. Say I'm only kidding. I, I'm only kidding. I. Dude, I, so I despise the live action Dumbo as much as I love Danny DeVito. Um, I, think and I love the, the support of the characters too is in need as well because so many people have Disney Plus and are seeing a lot of movies yeah. that right. maybe they uh, didn't know about or they would see it and their parents could say, oh, that's Thumper or whatever it is. Well, you know, even some of the less like there's some movies out there that I feel like don't get as much recognition. The Aristocats, the they that's uh, a forgotten movie. Uh, Oliver and Company, that's like a forgotten movie. A lot of people don't oh even, yeah. even think of these movies. Yeah, um, rescuers. Now like, that's I, a freak out Stephanie. But can you imagine if Mr. Toad <gasps> came around? <gasps> and what a great way to kind of yeah. you know give some to the people that are still bummed out about the ride. Not yeah. there. Yeah, things too, like like Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. That I really wish they would do something like a remake or re maybe like even like a remastering of it and re-release it. These some of these movies kind of get forgotten, and I don't know why. Like like I said, like Oliver and Company, you kind of even forget about Oliver and Company. You forget about the Aristocats. Those are great movies, and yeah. I think they need to be represented in the parks too. Those characters, absolutely, um, especially you know? with so much Marie merchandise. They always do. Yeah, that's kind of weird. It's yeah, Marie's very popular, but like you don't like. I don't think people even realize that. I feel like I feel like Aristocats is one of the like the lost classics of Disney that people don't even think of. You know, at least yeah. you know I don't know anyone that really talks about that one. And I don't, you know, like I said again, Oliver and Company, The Rescuers. I mean, there's a huge list of them. Fox and the Hound. I feel like doesn't get enough play now. I mean, put you know oh. put them in the parks. I mean, it might. Only be for the older generation, but we deserve some stuff too, right? Well, what a good way to do it without making a huge commitment. Exactly. And then you see what the, the popularity could be. And then maybe you do something where you bring them into the next generation, something like a Fox and the Hound that, that maybe, you know, either re-releasing it with a remastering or re redoing it or, you know, just something, you know? And you see the Fox and the Hound merch popping up off and on all the time. Mm-hmm. I miss the all over Fox and the Hound tee. Very painful <laughs> early in the summer that you buy it when you see it because it was only about four weeks and it was gone. Yeah. I could get it online for like $45 and I may have to break. Fox and the Hound all over tea was my product of the year. Oh. Well, you know, pretty close. You don't want to buy from the people, you know, those people who bought up everything. Yeah. We saw those people this year more than ever. And um, not to like disrespect anyone, but like. Oh, I- 
Don't get me started. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we've t- we've talked about it. It's so piggish, man. Like just you would you know. bring a stroller without a child and pack it, and then have bags in their hands. And it's hard not to like look at them and be like, "What are you doing?" You know what it is? Those are people that don't even care because they don't have any shame in the first. Exactly. I don't think they do. And then you see their things for sale, and it's stacked up. You know the same thing, and it's like, oh my gosh, and for like triple the, the price. Yeah, yeah, so for triple the price too. You know. That's yeah. the cast member. There should be a limit. I think. Yeah. Hey, they could do it. I think we said this last time. They could do it at Gideon's. They could do it at. at yeah. <laughs> and I think they did institute the app this last year for shopping experiences for new releases where you have to get a reservation to participate. So I think they are trying to make some. I I remember when I was at Disney World last time I was there. I got. I happened to find that they had some um, Splash Mountain merchandise. And I remember I, I wanted to get one for myself. And I wanted to go, I know just Dan loves Splash Mountain. I wanted, it was the Tumblr. And I actually, so I got two. And I remember feeling just for two of them, feeling like such a heel, like so guilty that I was buying yeah. two that people think, people yeah. think I'm trying to hoard these things. And I was just, I was just buying one. I, like I said, like I was buying one for myself and one for Dan. And um, yeah, there it is. But yeah. I remember buying, just buying two of them. <laughs> I remember feeling like almost like I like I wanted to whisper, like, can I get a second one? Because they were behind the counter. I yeah. felt embarrassed to even ask for the second one just because I felt weird about it. But so I can't even I couldn't even imagine being like one of these people that go out and buys like five of something or ten of something just to sell it. Like I bought two for a legitimate reason. And even with the two for a legit legitimate reason, I but was that's embarrassed. You care, you know? So that's why you feel that way. But you yeah, but you feel like you have to tell people, look, this really is for a friend. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, though, I don't get it because it's not just every once in a while. It's every day. So Disney is also stocking it and restocking it and people are coming in and picking it up. So they know what they're doing. Yeah. Because like when Disney uh, World of Disney opened at Disney Springs, you know, we're just we would just come like midday afternoon and we'd be walking in and people would just have massive bags of stuff. They were literally buying up everything. This was because like the Disney Springs was just open. The parks weren't. They were buying all this merchandise because they knew people couldn't come here and then reselling it. And I would, and that was hard because it's like, you're capitalizing on this terrible situation. And we would come in and the shelves would be picked over. Not that we really wanted to buy a ton of stuff, but it was just like. I'm not honestly that offended like, by it, why? but I, I am a surprised by it. Yeah, we've just seen it so yeah. much here in particular i mean we've only been here two years <laughs> what do we know but this well, year it's not so much the fact that they're selling it for such a, a high price gouge it's just the fact that a lot of the stuff we're talking about is is limited not everything yeah. right but on limited stuff and you're a fan that really wants it and you just can't you know yeah. I mean, and you're buying it for the right reason you're not buying it to flip you're buying it for the right yep. reason because something means something to you yeah, we respect the company and the merchandise. It's like these people don't have any respect for sacred merchandise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. So, but um, all right, Brad and Tiff, what do you guys? Yeah. What's your Disney New Year's resolutions? You want to go first? Sure, I'll go first. Yeah, I just keep going back to this one. I I feel like a really good thing for all the parks and all the people like cast members, and it would affect us guests too, is to like at least pull back Disney traditions to three days, if not a week. So Disney traditions is that program where like return it. Right. Cause now it's, it's just a day, a day to teach them the heritage and purpose yeah. of Disney world. Yeah. So I just, 
a day is not enough. Oh. It used to be, yeah. it used to be a week. Yeah, so I, I feel like to give a whole week to Disney traditions, especially right now, I mean, so many people were furloughed. So many people left. So many, all the college programs gone. So, I mean, I know they're dealing with a lot less employees and new, lots of probably different people coming in. But I feel that keeping like with all the cutting back with all the changes with everything going away at the moment that if the cast members were trained the way that they were before I mean, like just the, 5 or 6 years ago right for like a week long traditions that really embodied what like Walt wanted what the imagineers wanted what that built Disney world, you know, like really putting the guests first, but the welcome home concept, the experience, I think it would be really good. I, I just feel like because there's so much lacking and this kind of goes with what Dan was talking about with like the free stuff's going away. So this would give an opportunity. This There's stuff that's free to provide. Right. By, <laughs> by having magical moments, by, cast members being educated in a way that they can tell the stories that we're like, we're having podcasts and, and shows and things because we care so much about the history of Disney and what it's really about and the feelings that we have. That's why we love it so much is how we felt when we went and um, that feeling to just really amp it up right now so that, you know, people just have the feeling and they've, they, because it's not the same as going to another theme park. It's a special situation. Because if Disney isn't careful, everything that distinguished Disney yeah, from other, other parks, parks is going to be gone. I feel it's in danger right now. That's mm -hmm. kind of what I was yeah. saying about all the stuff being taken away is, is you know, as far as the price of the ticket, I, I've never been all that concerned about it because I feel I'm really paying for the experience and everything I get within the gate where I go through. You get so you to not have that side, what you're talking about, mm -hmm. be there or start dropping, which of course it's going to by what they're kind of doing right now, that's going to really put things in a downward mm -hmm. spiral. Yeah. And you might not be able to recover. People won't know. What's the difference between going to Disney and Universal? And then you'll start getting people, well, Universal has faster rides or something. You know what I mean? And you're, and yeah. you're, all of a sudden they don't realize how these were play the Disney is something you stepped out of the world and experienced something different and you didn't have to deal with anything it, you know you could have this magical experience yeah and, he, and it was all encompassed yeah. when he, he mm -hmm. set the bar and the standards it's no different than any store like Gideon it's like yeah. you will let go on in your store what you let go on in your store you know mm -hmm. the bar you set and the kind of customer service the people you hire it's all that person who's ever like running the company manager whatever mm -hmm. you want to say not the manager of Disney but right. that has to stay intact mm -hmm. you know and it's not like you're saying it's slowly going away and these are critical times that that kind of thing will do wonders for you it's also about the cast member is all that i wanted to add lastly it's about helping the cast member you make them feel really good them appreciate them they're going to appreciate the guest it's a trickle down effect Mm -hmm. And yeah. so it has to, you know, start from the top and it's how you treat each person in each area and that trickles and then the guests all feel that. So if you're creating Disney magic within the company before you even even talk to a guest, then 
they're going to just exude that when they come out to deal, to interact with you. They're not dealing with you. They, they love what they're doing. It's, it's different. It's a different experience. And that's what can, we want to feel. Yeah. When you, you can know? instill in your employees to do a job because they care how they're going to do it for you, mm-hmm. that like means everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, my New Year's resolution (laughs) for the animals here comes. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, New Year's resolutions, like, you know, sometimes they tackle the hard things. Sometimes they right the wrongs. And I got three of them and they're coming. Yeah. They're coming pretty quick. (laughs) Um, I guess the first thing for me in lieu of announcements of Tron being shuttered and Guardians being like shuttered and all Guardians. Okay. Well, Tron being like, you know, I guess my thing is let's shut down construction on a hotel instead of attractions. Let's uh, maybe put some focus into the parks rather than shut down hotel construction. We have a lot of them. I mean, when I, one of the things that surprised me most about Universal whenever I finally went this year was I looked at their release rate of attractions and they're four to one to Disney because they're not building hotels. And so why don't we just shut down a hotel construction and keep the attractions like continuing to like move forward? I guess the other thing I would like to see is music coming back. At least can we have the the pianist who plays the piano outside yeah. Casey's come back? I mean, he has an iron cage around him already. Right. <laughs> I would like to see the orchestra come back. I would like to see music come back and I say that we take the property that ABC controls, which is American Idol, and we run a nationwide Disney search, talent search, or Orlando-wide talent search for all the people who have moved here to try to sing, to try to dance, to try to entertain. And we allow them to do so in Disney, like right now, like hire people in. Who need the jobs. And who need the jobs. So I'm excited for concentrating on cast members. I'm excited on looking at things a little bit differently. I'm concerned about the hotel focus, especially whenever they haven't even opened up their own hotels yet this year. DVC are the only hotels that are open. So why are they building hotels that they're not even willing to open? That's a good point. Really good point. Yeah. Let's concentrate on the attractions. Let's concentrate on the music and entertainment. Let's concentrate on the energy and the experience, not the money. There you go. Well said. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. Good job. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I bet Neil Patrick Harris is going to listen to this and be all over (laughs) American Idol for Disney. (laughs) I love it. I love it. That guy. (laughs) Good idea. I like it. Yeah. And you could do the special version of the show. It'd be great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You don't have to win American Idol to be successful on American Idol. That's the whole thing. Well, that's true. You know? That's true. Yeah. So, so Joey, what do you got for your Disney New Year's resolution? Well, mine are a little more simplified, a little more basic. I only got two. I mean, well, I got a, I could have a bunch, but just two. First and foremost, and obviously it stinks because as Brad talks about, they've been concentrating so much on the uh, resorts and stuff like that, that the rides, I guess maybe that's the reason they're suffering, but they're really releasing at a slow rate for whatever reason it is. So it really stinks. But, and I know it's been talked about forever. Maybe uh, 2021 could be the year that they would actually commit and actually install and release the full line of brand new monorails that they have been talking about for yes i I don't know how long like my god the doors are opening half the the amount of stuff that's happened that i cannot believe they have not done this yet 
I know they've talked about it and all that stuff. So yeah, new monorails coming for 2021. They, they really need to do that. Oh, I, the monorail is a big deal to me. I love the monorails. So it's something that is so long overdue. It's not even funny. Um, yeah. Can I piggyback on that, Joey? Sure. Go. One little thing that I, I had for, I didn't know we were doing more than one. I didn't know we had <laughs> oh, I feel okay. that if you're riding the monorail and you're going to Grand Floridian, the Polynesian, Contemporary, Magic Kingdom, I would love a way that I do not have to go through security at every single spot if I want to do a resort hop of the main core. Of the three. Right. That would be so great. Mm. And I'm sure they could come up with something for that. I just, I know that they're, I, I can yeah. understand the worry with what they have. I mean. But this is about... before COVID. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm well, just bypassing COVID right now at the moment. Exactly. And that's kind of where I'm, I'm not going to really yeah. even address the, the, the part with COVID, which is, I think is great, Brad, talking about bringing back music and all that other stuff and the entertainers, which is obviously sorely needed. I right, so there's for- something really magical about that monorail ride that just mm-hmm. does oh, not love have it. that same effect anymore. You can't just get off and walk into that resort. And that is all part of it. You're absolutely right. The yeah. whole experience. Mm-hmm. So that's a big part of it. The only other thing would actually would come would actually fall under the entertainment, not in the parks itself. So I think Disney should actually throw a ton of money at, at Tim Burton and have him do a sequel to The Nightmare Before Christmas. Nice. I love that movie so much. And it's just, and obviously it's, it's got a cool following and it was made, you know, it was made a while ago. I think it would be awesome to do a new one. I don't know if it has to, you know, whatever they would do. I don't know. I don't have a storyline in mind. I just know that I would want another one with Jack in it. I like that idea. I I, I think I think the characters are good enough too to warrant a. Um, of course, it would. I think it would be a huge hit. It's one of those things you think about. You know, you're saying I'm like, why? You know, you you figure like you would thought that they would have thought of something like that already. Yeah, and it's also part of the stop motion stuff, which is in the, the mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, that stuff is awesome to yeah. me. You know? yeah, Isn't it that's, odd that's, that we still haven't got some kind of attraction out of that? I mean, I don't. They do Halloween yeah. in in Disneyland. They do that. Don't want it. Yeah. But they just dress it up. But yeah, you're right. I'm surprised they haven't done something. Maybe I they feel just it's big enough. Especially oh, it's definitely big enough. Yeah. I mean, they play it a million times on Freeform, which is yeah. Disney. You know, Aerosmith's Rock and Roll. That's what I was just gonna say. <laughs> well, you know what? There's a spot over in Frontierland that they could probably. Oh. Uh, what? You know what? No. That rock and roller coaster idea is crazy good. People yeah. would be excited about that. Yeah. You said would accept that. They would. They would accept that as a replacement. Yeah. yeah, it could be done. I, would. I just feel I'm, telling you. I'm not the just crazy, crazy fan for for that movie. I'm not either. But I, I do respect it. And I, I feel sorry for the diehards because I really mm-hmm. do feel they dropped the ball big time on that thing. And the overlay <laughs> in Disneyland oh. is not. Okay. Oh, yeah, I don't even. Yeah, I don't even like that. With, the, with I just know that they actually give it some. They give it's it some space. Terrible. I don't even like it. I feel like that's. I don't. Yeah, I'm, I agree. Too- up they glow and called yeah day. it's not even a good representation of the movie no yeah, yeah. So it, and i remember we we had talked about this on a previous, oh, yeah. previous podcast yeah. where i said i i liked it i said it's not because i think they do an amazing job it's just because i get to see more jack because we don't yeah. get to see him well, that's it they, they, at least they do something and it's like that's the thing right. like if they're gonna do something do something like it's like they did it to just appease everybody like oh they really want something so let's just throw this up real quick that's what it feels like it feels like they just did it because yeah. it's like you know let's like. they took the, the cheap way out and I, and I know disney doesn't ever really take the cheap way out so i'm not trying to act like that that's what it is but you just you would like to think that maybe they could do something its own thing not just give it like a month in disneyland oh you know i just remembered i have i do have one more this would be the year that disney would announce that they've somehow found a way to circumvent the contract 
with Universal and Islands and bring the Avengers campus to Orlando. You know what? That might be my favorite one. Yeah, that is it. That might be my favorite one. That would be awesome. You know, and I would love Disney to actually just do its own Marvel or comic park. Kind of like I Islands mean, of Adventure, but, but with them. Like, I wouldn't even put it in Magic Kingdom or Hollywood right. Studios. I well, would, listen, maybe that is the next part. Good. I mean, they could. They're gonna be, there's going to be another one eventually. Yeah, either that or they got to do the villains one. I would I would be cool with either or. I just don't think they call are, because then why they put Guardians over in Epcot? Yeah. You know? yeah, but they can always move stuff around. They can always, they can always. I don't know. That's a huge undertaking, bro. That's like, yeah, it's not yeah. like, it's not like they're going to just pick up a Lego thing and walk it. And <laughs> they, for some reason, you're right. it was an odd choice, honestly, where they put it. I'm not really sure what that was, but I guess maybe the space. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. They decided to put it there because it just kind of Epcot. They got the space themed restaurants that's going to be opening up. It's more of a Hollywood Studios type of thing. Yeah, that's, 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 I was, there's not a lot of room in Hollywood Studios. So I get it. I don't know. Or like you, or like you said, if they would have opened up a Marvel park, like an Islands of Adventure. So, and they can do it. And again, either that, or like, again, I, and I know we've had this discussion before too. Is I really, I really think they they missed the boat. I know they talked about it doing it at one point, and it just went away. Is the Forbidden Kingdom? I think is what they were gonna call it. Is the Villains mm-hmm. Park? That would be so cool. Yeah, Villains Park. So yeah. cool. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. just a dark kind of creepy park. It'd be like the Gideon's Bakehouse of of parks. You know, I just think it'd be awesome. Yes. It could be the official cookie of of the Forbidden Kingdom. So yes. yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah. So anyway, those are my those are my three. Cool, man. Hey, well, guys, it's been excellent to, to see you guys again. It's been forever. You know, I'm yes. sure we all had a great holiday. I'm glad we're back. And now we can go back to uh, seeing each other every week, back to normal. Um, we got a couple announcements announcements before we get out of here. Just want to remind everyone to remember to enter the $500 giveaway we have on Instagram for the uh, Disney gift card on there. It's a $500 Disney gift card. Uh, you have from now and still till January 14th to enter. It's really easy. Really easy. Just go on the uh, the Instagram at The Magical Lifestyle and um, apply to that. And uh, also, we want to send a big, big thank you to today's sponsor, Madness on Main Street. And remember, you can find them on their Instagram, Madness or at Madness underscore on underscore main street and you can find some really cool disney themed tumblers i think they even have some harry potter tumblers and water bottles and stuff so check them out and uh, with that let's just uh let's say goodbye to the crew uh, joey we'll see you next time we'll see you next week yes good show great dialogue had a great time can't wait till next week great we'll see you next week absolutely awesome <laughs> brad and tiff hey so, fun. so good to be back. it's good to have you back happy new year and uh We'll see you next time. And then my best dinners of the Midwesterners, Dan and Stephanie. Thanks for having us. It was so fun and so good to see you guys again. Good to see you again. Yeah, check us out at Rock and Roll DW and welcome to 2021, everybody. And as usual, have a rip roaring day. Great. Also, make sure Joey plug the uh, the ears, man. Yeah, you can check us out. Um, You can check us out on Instagram, and it's going to be JSA Creations. Creations instead of the EA would be 3D. Yeah, check it out. We got a lot of good ears, all kinds of themes, everything from Marvel. We even got some stuff even outside Disney for for Halloween. I know some of the stuff we might not have right now, but Jason, Freddy, you know that type of stuff. But of course, we got the Fab Five and even some of the rides, you know, Everest and all kinds of stuff. So I love the Everest ears. I I. We have me and my wife have a pair of the Everest ears. Yeah, that was one of my favorite ones that's that I did. Yeah, I love those. Yeah, and yeah, those are awesome. I love that ride. So yeah, and you guys have some cool stuff coming out in 2021. So people need to definitely stay oh, yeah. tuned. Yeah, there's some, a whole some cool surprises. So yeah, it's um, a whole Disney stuff. and non Disney. So just really cool, unique stuff. So make sure everyone mm-hmm. checks out that. So all right, guys. So with that, uh, have a great day. A better tomorrow, and we will see you next time, guys. Bye.